0: Contrast uncle, yeah, you know that's us Where we only speak the real and the real rock with us Where we motivate the people and the politic on success Oh no, we ain't DJ Kelly, but they when we the best Contrast uncle, Contrast uncle Contrast uncle,
1: uncle What's happening? What's happening? Cut. It's season three, episode 20. Man, big shout outs to Uncle Snoop's Army and Bobby D. Presents. It's your host, DJ Wine Dollars, like I want some money, aka Ilo. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, hey, today we got one of them dope musical guests. I'm talking here, I'm coming out I'm talking about he's out of Jacksonville, Florida, a rapper, songwriter, generation now very own. I mean, to be very, be very honest, I heard his song on Sirius Radio, on Shade 4-5, and it was low-key with slapping, and I was like, man, he got the SWV sample in there with the weed. <laughs> yes, I'm sir. like, bro, I gotta fuck with, bruh. I need to find out- And so, you know, I got the black-hearted demon himself, Seti Hendrix, everybody. You. Let's get it, man. What's up, what's happening, man? Thank y'all for having me on the show, everybody.
0: We're part of making this happen. I appreciate y'all. I hope everybody's staying safe out there during this, t- this crisis right now, we're going to get into it, what it is, my boy.
1: Man, oh, God, we're going to get into it, man. Everybody be safe, out the way, be happy, don't be hateful, and if you hate it, make sure people know about it so they're inspired. Who you tell? Man, so, bro, I got this quote, brother. Let me know how it relates to you, or if it don't, it's all good. I just want you to talk about it.
0: Let me talk to it.
1: You can pay for school, but you can't buy class. Jay Z.
0: Oh man, I agree with
1: you. How I relate to I you? I agree.
0: I relate to me because you can you can pay for school and be all that, but you what? If you just you just go to school for nothing. What if you just a shell sitting there? You ain't soaking up no knowledge. You can't you, you ain't learning nothing for real. You just duck. You just a, you just the object. You feel me? You ain't really learning nothing, you ain't, You can't afford, you can't buy no class, you gotta be in you. Some stuff just gotta be in you.
1: I'm happy you brought up in you, cause you know, it actually brings me to my, my thing, cause I wanna know about music, and you know, your origin story. Did the game choose you, or did you choose the game? game chose me. I ain't wanna be
0: no rapper, I used to pick on rappers. I thought this shit was, I thought this shit was fairy tale Coming from Jacksonville, Florida, like, Biggest city in the world land wise, but ain't nothing going. Like I ain't think I would actually be verified when they're noticed for even making music. Period. You know what I'm saying? Nigga thought I was just gonna be another statistic. Mm.
1: So bro, what was your first confirmation of like, you know, this music is what you're supposed to be doing with your life?
0: When I, I made a song, I remixed this Bryson Teller song, it's called Remember. And mind you, I got hip to the internet 2015. I never had an Instagram, no Gmail, nothing. I didn't even know how to run a computer till 2015. You know what I'm saying? Street living. On <laughs> well, my mom, I'm not, this, uh, this is all true. So uh, I found out I had the talent for it when I, um I dropped a song and the whole city, reposted it till I woke up the next day for like a week straight. I gained like a thousand something followers, so many fans and I just was like, you know what? I'm finna take a Wiz Khalifa approach. I started documenting everything, blogging everything. And once I seen that, I had a lot of people tuning in and really, like, hit me saying, bro, please don't stop doing this. I got a passion for it. I was like, "Fuck it, that's what I'm going to do.
1: So that was the first step. And then what was the next confirmation where, where you was really recognized not just by your city, but by the world. Because I mean, uh, it's not easy to get on the platforms you're on. It's not easy to be represented all. by the people you represented. You know, you gotta, it's, it's, it takes hard work, dedication, gifts, talents, and real hustle and joy for it.
0: Hmm. Well, you said some shit, Depp. For real, it takes, uh, what, you asked me what I had to do? Or, what, no, what, no, what,
1: was, what was the second moment? What was the next moment? Because I know we got to low key. I feel like low key was later down the line. Because, you know, you yeah. became this monster of an artist and, and created your own imprint on your own before Lovie. To be honest, bro, when I knew this shit was outside to the world,
0: and this is so crazy ironic, bro. When Lil Uzi Vert reposted a, a song I did to Made and Toyo. Shout, shout out Made and Toyo, shout out 24 Hours. I just featured on his tape, too. That's crazy. But Lil Uzi Vert shouted out my music on Twitter and it broke on Twitter. Uber, Uber everywhere. I remixed it. Mind you, I remixed the Bryson Tiller song and it went crazy. So I w- I got popping off my second re-bike. It just, it, that's when I knew I was like, okay, niggas watching me. Niggas watching me for real. Like, it can happen. It can, it can really happen. I can get out of Jacksonville. I can get out of my state.
1: Hmm. Isn't that crazy, bro? How everybody wanna get out of where they from, but still wanna bring something back to be positive and be a lighter story?
0: That's something called life, dog. Migration is called moving, called expanded. That's life. That's something people gotta do, period. You got you to gotta grow your nest, leave your nest, come back and help others in your nest. Mm. So they can leave their nest and do the same thing. It's a constant in and out, in and out to the point where we all unify.
1: Bro, I wish a lot more people adapted that culture and mindset because it's a lot of fuck boys, it's a lot of bullshit, it's a lot of that other shit going on in this world. And you know, the ability and the knowledge of what you just said is out there. You ain't the first one to <laughs> do this culture that. And it's important. Yes. You, know, you said that right now. I'm like, oh boy, you said a gem like a motherfucker. You dropped a diamond from the sky and let it hit the ground. You didn't <laughs> let it hit the ground. Hell <laughs> yeah. No, That's I'm real shit, though. So, bro, what's been some of the highs and lows for you in your career so far? Because I know you got a lot more to do tomorrow. I know that Black Hearted Demon project is going crazy, but yeah. I, what are some of the highs and lows from the from the past?
0: I would to say some of the lows from the past is, is I um, once I knock some shit out, completed my I'll be trying to get so much shit knocked out, bro, so quick. So that'll be lows. Like once I knock or accomplish something, if I'm not, I used to be impatient. And I had to learn, relearn my patience because I've, I've been patient back when we learned patience. That was a low part. In this game, you're going to go through a lot of emotions. You're going to go through a lot of emotions, period, in life. But I was impatient. That was a low part for me, bro. I hated when I used to get like that. The highs is when I used to actually be patient and see my work pay off for it. Actually see me being patient paying off. You see what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. So, like, that was my highs and lows in
0: the past, though, because now I got, I got it under control.
1: I feel like those are more values and lessons learned, you know, because as, as you put more importance to, to the patience part, it started to pay you out more because that's how the universe sort of works sometimes. Exactly. Uh, but you know, what, what's some of your highs of being an artist? Like, is it is it the fans? Is it, you know, the pictures? Is it performing and seeing the roar of the crowd? Is it seeing the reaction online? Like, what is it that does it for you?
0: The, what does it for me is seeing, seeing it's the crowd, I love, yeah, the crowd really, bro, like really walking out and just being able to hear everybody screaming my lyrics, saying my name, but what really get me my eyes is when I get them paragraphs, you have been scrolling, and you get them text messages or them paragraphs of how you changing somebody's life just with my words, like saving a motherfucker from killing themselves or fixing a relationship or helping a nigga run that shit up or anything, like. That'd be the the good part for me. When I really feel like my music, what I'm doing on a day-to-day basis is helping motherfuckers. Not only am I getting paid for it, but I'm helping people. So it's a a win-win.
1: I mean, music is medicine. And you know, as the realer the music gets and gets more accepted by the uh, bigger machines, you know, the real medicine being treated is really being done. And I feel like, you know, rap music, hip-hop music, just the whole culture, is the real true rock star of today. And you know, you definitely are up there with the rock stars creating your lane.
0: Mandatory. Mandatory, definitely, I've dealt with them. I'm trying to be one of the greatest, man. I'm trying to be an icon in this shit. I ain't trying to just be something. Here here now, going tomorrow.
1: Facts, facts, bro. What's the process for you to make music? You know, is it like I know I know the backwood and some fire tree is mandatory. Yes, sir. I mean, Is it a movie in the background? Is it 2K and Madden in the background? Is it a female? like what? What's
0: the picture <coughs> <that, laughs> I don't got used. I got used. got used to 2K being in the background, but usually I need a candle lit, some pineapples. I need my drugs. I need. I need. The right smell. It got to be an incense. Sometimes I mean, I, I may want an incense in that bit from the corner store. Now I know incense from no fancy place or a bathroom and body. is not like a real incense from the corner store that you used to put in your house that your mom used to make you put in the house. Like one of them for the studio. Shoes off. I may only want three people in there at a time. Sometimes I may want to be deep. Sometimes I may not want nobody. Else. Sometimes I may want to bring the, the mic out the booth and I don't want to record in the booth. You know what I'm saying? And I gotta have my fruit. Amanda, I can't do shit without my fruit. Like, I need my fruit. I need my fruit. For show. Me.
1: Hey, that's so deep of like a bar that you're saying, cause you know, you gotta see the fruit for your labor. And he like, I need to see my fruit right now. I know this studio time being paid up. I need to see my fruits right now.
0: I need that shit in front of me. I need my pineapples and my strawberries and my
1: grapes. I need it in front of me before
0: I touch a mic, before I even consider doing anything. I need my fruit. That's fruit,
1: that's bro. Real, bro. Uh, he said my whole ambiance gotta be right. That's important. You
0: know what I'm saying? Keep all that native shit out the way.
1: What's your favorite strain? Wedding cake. Uh you like the cookie flavor? What'd you say? You like the cookie flavor.
0: Yeah, I love that cookie flavor. I love that cookie. Wedding cake. Wedding cake and um, My favorite OG is Luigi OG. It was Gary, but it's Luigi now. Shout out my boy Lake Sheep. Shout out my boy Willie Joe. Uh,
1: Put he on some of them bay flavors. Do you hear me? Yeah, words? I love the bay. I love the bay. They got the best weed. You know, everything got to go through the bay. Come on. Come on. <laughs> they got the best weed, man. Bro, California, period, is knocking yeah, off California. Yeah, Like, it's knocking off Colorado, it's knocking off Amsterdam. I, I ain't trying to pull no cards out, but you know, all you gotta do is see the smoke is dope. You hear me? Hell yeah. <laughs> That's it. White ash, man, white ash, exotic. That means it's flush. If it's white ashes, it's been flushed properly. Hell yeah. Come on. On. I be big on the white ashes. <laughs> I don't want no chemicals in my shit. You hear me? I want that good shit.
0: They're good all the way through. I need to see a white ass on my shit, man. Of that black
1: shit. Man, man, man. So, bro, as we talking about it, I got to take it to the awareness segment. I may fuck your head up, but I'm talking about police interaction and you know okay, talk to since you. I've been talking about this way you know actually it's been going on way before I've been talking about it I just experienced it since I was a young kid and continue to experience it and so you know I like to interact with the artists the producers their favorite uh the favorite athletes actors we get them all on the show and so I ask them these two questions and it's uh when was the last time you pulled over and you know what's some advice you can give to a youngster in a situation of them being pulled over
0: Last time I got pulled over was just right before my tape got released. I got pulled over at 8 o'clock. My tape release, just released the May, May 15th. I got pulled over May 14th, 8 o'clock. I got out while my tape was being released. I was being processed in, Atlanta for in the for running a red light. His name was Officer Hope. It's Straight though. We in the car that in the car, all that in the car, he searched the car. He just wanted to know why I was driving without no license and why I was with the girl. But how I handled it, you just, hands on the wheel, I'm looking dead at him, ID, hey bro, you gonna watch me look for my, I'm reaching for my wallet, you just told me, that I'm telling you, hey, I'm reaching for my wallet, you got a body cam on me and all, you know, just try to, just, all that negative shit, if you handle the negative, they gonna get negative. It's just like a pit, if a pit, if a pit bites you, and you go to doing all that extra shit, it's just gonna lock up on you. You feel me? But if you just be around it, don't be on that skin shit, play it smooth, just, you feel me? Stand your ground, that motherfucker ain't going to fuck with you. Uh-huh. If there's get a grip on you, though, go, you're going to move, and all that hey, shit is going to get tighter and tighter. You play with them folks in their face with all that negative shit, all that macho, big old tough shit, and you don't know your shit, especially when you don't know your shit, that's when they really going to get on your ass. You feel me? So my last experience was straight, though. I knew my shit. I knew to keep that shit protocol. I knew I wanted a positive outcome. So I got positive. I was I signed my I was able to sign myself out. No bond, no pay, no nothing. Everything, everything, just wasting my time. Just getting pulled over. So that was my last experience with the cop, and that's how I handle it. And that's how I suggest all my youngest and even older motherfuckers to handle. Like just chill, be positive, relax, and try not to get
1: yourself shot or fucked up. Real talk, real talk. Just get through the process, and if they being extra, just say take me to jail. Do that's it. it all, that extra, man, all right, bro, Save me to
0: jail especially if you're like, all right, bro. come on. And Cuss out, go on do this. Get this shit over, come on.
1: Yeah, that's it, end it, end it. Because whenever you be extra with them, and take more time, they're gonna make the most of the it. <laughs> and they gonna hit you with two more charges.
0: Okay. <laughs> beat your ass, they gonna beat your ass, and hit your ass with two more charges, make it like you what they at. Come on,
1: come on, Tell them. that's me. worldwide.
0: Yeah, this shit ain't just on black folks, this shit, period. This shit, period. This for
1: red, green, orange, yellow, nigga, this period. Yeah, bruh. I've had Ebenezer on the show in London. I've had uh, Pitches Kid in Toronto. This shit's, you know, they've all experienced this shit worldwide with, with pretty much uh, racial profiling And I mean, it's really like <coughs> phenomenal profiling. Because, you know, you look better, you look like you're talking to something, they finna really bang you. And if it don't add up in their mind, they finna test you. Tell you. Right. No, I appreciate you sharing the story, bruh. Sharing the light on what to do. everyone got to stay calm and have permission and just get through the process as fast as possible. You either gonna get a ticket and go, or you're going to go to jail and get out on OR. Just go through it.
0: Man, it's old. You know how it is.
1: So, bruh, as we just got serious, I'm like, I got this next segment where we're going to start to have some fun, think a little bit. And so, it's called... Try <inaudible> And uh, Trading Places is that, you know that movie, uh, uh, Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy? Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy? Yeah, Dan Aykroyd, Eddie Murphy, uh, Trading Places. Sound
0: familiar, I think I have seen it.
1: So pretty much it's all about two guys, Eddie Murphy, he in the streets, a bum, and then uh, Dan Aykroyd, he's he's a, a stockbroker, and they wake up and they both swap places. And, yeah. You know, and so they had them, uh pretty much switch place. I'm like, man, you know, I be feeling like in my life and a lot of other people's lives, we transform. And so I'm like, how do I take Transform and Trading Places and put it all together and make a segment? And I'm like, all right, I got Trading Places. we am going to take two people, swap their lives, and talk about it. Mm-hmm. And the two people I got for you is Little Duval and Post Malone. Little Duval and Post Malone. Question if number they, one if they swap
0: lives, will it work? If Post Malone was Duval and Lil' Duval was Post Malone? Yeah. Like they got the same spirits, but they just in each other bodies? Yeah. Fuck no. <laughs> Shit no. <laughs> hell no, that wouldn't work. Post Malone being himself in, in Lil Duval body, that's gonna be fun. Wait a minute. That'd be funny as hell. And the Duval funny ass nigga. Wait a minute. That'd be funny though. That'd be funny. He gonna be doing some, and you know, the Duval always on that white boy shit. So that'll be fun. Post Malone doing some white boy shit in a black nigga body. That's funny. That's funny as fuck. You know, I don't know, but look, now we gotta get on Duval. Now we gotta get on real Duval and Post Malone.
1: Man, you think? What do you think
0: the music would be like? The Duval would be on some other shit, man. Right. Oh, the so 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 the Duval got his voice too. He can sing and do what he do. He just he's he's still his own spirit himself. Yeah. Oh, the Duval will go crazy. That'll be fine. See, when you put it in that perspective, that'll be that'll be pretty dope. You got the comedian, do do the white boy and say you know, like, a yeah, white boy in the body, ironically. And then you got the country dude who actually sings and make records. Duval got a hit right, had a hit record too, singing, make records. He Duval get to do his dream. Because Duval wants to be a entertain a, um singer, or a rap, or have whatever wanna entertainer. So that'll be fine. That'll be fine. You made me think on that one.
1: That was the whole good
0: one. That was a good one.
1: Uh, uh. He said, man, you almost fucked up my high talking about that. (laughs) Bruh, my quick question is, do you think Post Malone can survive Jacksonville? And how do you think Lil Duval would have done growing up in Dallas?
0: I think Lil Duval would have survived in Dallas. Because if you survive Jacksonville, you can survive anywhere. Oh, that's been proven. That is a fact. That's been proven, bro. That's literally been proven. I'm a I'm a living testimony to that. And I think Post Malone definitely can survive in Jacksonville. Because Jacksonville is, is you got Ocean Way. You got outside outside. You got there's some there's some folks down there who went and shit for sure for sure. He would've survived. <laughs> he would have survived. On the <laughs> outskirts.
1: Like Orange Park. Oceanway. <laughs> <laughs> We definitely uh, got this next segment. It's called Impulse Q&A. You survived trading places. Let's see if you can get through Impulse Q&A. It's questions okay. are And the whole idea, they like fan questions. But you got to answer three of them. You can pass on questions if you don't want to answer them. Or, or you feel like it's going to take too long. You know, the right. Impulse answers. And we go through three questions. Let's get it. Yeah. Question number one. What would be the worst ingredient to fill a burrito with? I don't eat burritos, so next question. Uh. What is the weirdest thing you've eaten? The weirdest thing I ever eat: squid.
0: The fuck that tastes like? It tastes like um, like some
1: chicken that ain't done, some thick ass chicken that ain't done, like some thick ass love Oh yeah, I'm cool. I ain't trying to try that shit. I appreciate you sacrificing uh, your palate. for to- so,
0: You know somebody got to do it,
1: bro. What is something weird that you recommend everyone tries at least once? Squeeze.
0: Oh, I gotta say something different. Um, you should try. Ooh, you have a scoop of thick ass, t- a, a spoon of peanut butter, peanut butter, right? And dump that bit in your Lucky Charms and your cinnamon toast crunch mixed. Get a look in almond milk. You got almond milk, right? And you get some cinnamon toast crunch, you get Lucky Charms, you mix it. Them two combinations good as fuck anyway. I put you on, thank me later. Boom. You pour the almond milk in that milk. You get a big ass scoop of peanut butter, you slap that bitch in there, and you eat that like you, you mix it, right? Whatever you get caught on to it, that's when you scoop up with the peanut butter, you just keep eating it Till the whole bowl gone That shit good as fuck. Oh, I fuck, too.
1: Uh, bro, you did just put me on something and everybody else watching. Try that. Shit, fine, tell him. Fuck my head up, he said, wow. Okay, I'm for sure, for sure, gonna try that. (laughs) Which celebrity chef would you like the most to make your dinner? I don't know no celebrity chefs, Next. Uh. (laughs) What's the weirdest thing you find attractive in a person? The weirdest thing I find attractive in a person?
0: Too
1: long answer next. Bro, some of these questions, I'll be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Bro, I went through like 10 questions, I'm not finished say, Bro, <laughs> so would you rather go 30 days without your phone or your entire life without dessert? 30 days without my phone or my entire life without
0: dessert? Shit, no, but I'm finna have to do that month without that phone. <laughs> Hell no, nah. a lifetime—that means till I die, I don't get to eat shit. That's dessert to me. Fuck no, that mean no motherfucking candy. That mean no gushers. That mean no fruit roll-ups. That mean no motherfucking cinnamon bread, raisin bread, late night heated up. That, that mean, he said no ice cream, nigga. What he the said, fuck? I got a laptop. I got a tablet.
1: Fuck that phone. Huh. What? Yeah. Yo, what are you talking about? Wait, I need my dessert. Bre, uh, I got a bonus question, bruh. What it is it? Dead or alive, who would you want to talk to on a 10-hour airplane? And what would you talk about? Dead or alive, who I want to talk to on the
0: airplane? 10-hour flight? Yup. Damn, bruh. A 10-hour it have to be my dog, 2-9, Janelle. I
1: went to holla, oh, damn, my grandma.
0: Dang, bro, one person, bro, on a flight, bro. Come on, now, you can't damn do it like
1: that. Damn, bro. right. Bro, bro, you bothered now. You bought all first class. Bro, <laughs> bro all right. Nigga 2-9, my grandma,
0: Michael Jackson, Tupac, Tavares, motherfucking Dangla, Austin, my cousin Tierra, motherfucking... I care. Nigga I'll, bring nigga. nigga, I'll bring everybody back from dead. I love care about my niggas. And i definitely bring back Tupac and Michael Jackson. Speaking of August, I'll bring back Nipsey. Definitely Nip. For sure, for sure. i bring back Matt Miller. Bruh. I'll
1: bring <laughs> back Fredo. Fredo, too. I gotta talk to Fredo. I have to holler at Fredo. Bro, so, <laughs> how would Michael you manage to talk to everybody in 10 hours? You'd be having to do group discussion. All right, That's what I'm saying. See.
0: Michael Max, nigga. I'll holla at Martin Luther King too, but I, I ain't even feel me. But Michael makes I definitely have to holla at him. Dr. Saab, I want out of Dr. Saab, up for sure. For sure. Definitely. Man, we'll be turned on that bitch. bro. I ain't even gonna lie to you, but we'll be turned <laughs> on that bitch. Everybody gonna be like, damn, I fuck with this little nigga, see? He could've chosen anybody in the world he chose I Bre, that's That'd so be cute. a wrong ass life. Hell yeah! Yeah, who all fucked up in the game? Who all got fucked up in the game? It's a ten-hour flight, man. Somebody else got fucked up. in
1: the Bro, it sound like you need to make this into a movie. This question, For real shit. look, see, look. You think? I'm thinking. What you think, bro? I'm thinking soul plane type shit, but instead, look, ah, oh,
0: <laughs> shit. That's what I was thinking too. I swear that's what I was thinking, bro.
1: But bro, it's real souls on the plane. Yeah, you know. <laughs>
0: Like we high as fuck, but look, it's real souls on the plane. Why can't they think of that? It's real souls on the plane, right? So, if we bring back, they in like a like a real, oh, that shit be fine. Look, man, look, 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 look. They're gonna probably take our idea. They're gonna probably take our shit. We got the shit recorded.
1: Bruh, bruh, don't nobody know. Marvin Gaye, you feel me? Marvin the oh. third is the fucking gay. I knew I, I was
0: thinking about such deep, Brown like, bro, I knew it, bro, I knew it, bro. Nah, I knew it.
1: Marvin Zed, Gays, Zed, Gays, I work oh, for RBK. Nigga teach me some melodies that don't nobody that nigga had melodies, bro. Ain't no one finna take our shit, boy. <laughs> for sure. So try to tell you, bro, Marvin mm-hmm. done sued for real. Eh, eh, you feel me? Robin thick, man. Don't no one want no smoke with my OG. Oh yeah, Amy Winehouse too. i bring by Amy Winehouse too.
0: Me go to the Bro, you should
1: short. have a studio in that motherfucking plane. <laughs> <Dug. laughs> to make the greatest shit yeah. all over again. Hey, and
0: I, if I had to bring one person live, it'd be Stevie Wonder. I don't know why, but I feel like like I bring or John Witherspoon. He'll have us in that bit laughing. Rolling. Oh yeah. no. I had to throw a whole party, call that bitch the boom. Like, man, you got me going crazy, man. But that answered your question, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I feel like we was about to be in life talking about the boom, boom room.
0: Telling you, I, I just tried life, like that movie, man. That's That's one of my favorite movies, Life in Harlem Nights. Hey, look, I got a question for you. I got a question for you. Did you know that if you watch Harlem Nights and then watch Life, that's a spinoff. That's a segment, too. Right, that's basically Harlem Nights, too.
1: Bro, I ain't never put that together.
0: All right, look, I'm gonna break it down for you. In Harlem Nights, at the end, when everybody, mind you, Eddie Murphy, jit, you feel me? He grow up. You seen Harlem Nights? He he go from being a homeless drug bum to being that nigga. Now at the end, they all leave. They gotta leave Harlem. They gotta leave Harlem. They ain't say they gotta leave New York City. They gotta leave Harlem because of what they did, right? Spinoff. Now, mind you, that movie was made in 1989. Life was made in 1999, 2000. That's a that's a decade, that's a, more than a decade later. If you listen to Life, he's in the same era of Harlem nights. They still wearing the suits, it's still in the 1930s, 40s, or 50s or some shit.
1: Prohibition era.
0: Prohibition era, exactly, the prohibition era. Kind of what we going through right now for quarantine. That's why everybody's coming up with these ideas and shit. But <clears throat> they in the same type of era, but they in Manhattan. They not in Harlem, they in Manhattan. Mm. Now, mind you, the nigga, when they get in prison, Eddie Murphy get hit. And that nigga say, I know an old bitch named Della that hit harder than me. You remember, Della's is when he fought in Harlem Nights, and her name is Della, when he fought outside. Exactly. Uh, and you know he now he done ran out of money because in life he pickpocket people. He Rick, Rick OG done probably died. He done probably moved on. Everybody done probably moved out of New York and did their thing from Harlem life. But he done ran out of money. Now he pickpocket people. He selling on. He back selling booze and shit. He like he ain't quick no more.
1: He still quick. You really look and see that the writer of Marvel Nights is the same writer of life. But it was
0: Eddie
1: Murphy. Eddie Murphy, um, Eddie Murphy um, directed and wrote um, All the Nights. Nice. And he co directed Life. All right. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. That's Fair so? enough. Fair enough. That's so. Bro, you fucked my head up because my last segment at the end of the show was like, man, you got any questions for me? And I still got like one more segment before I hit you with it. And you done already hit me with it. I'm like, man, you crazy.
0: That's crazy.
1: So, Black Hearted Demon, Outmate 15, bro, what else you excited for?
0: I'm excited to see what's going to come after this, man, because I'm ready to go up. I'm ready to go crazy. Mm,
1: very mm. Much. Yeah, ready. It's, it's crazy how we spend our whole life just living for a movie, and then everything stops during
0: that moment. Yeah, I know, right? It's good, though, man. It's a blessing and it's an opportunity. I'm just ready to keep it going, ready to see the outcome of everything I got to display for the world when
1: it comes to my music. Mm. So for anyone that hasn't listened to your music, what's the thing that you would tell them that you know is a fact that they have to go run up to me. You
0: gotta go listen to Lowkey if you've never heard my music. You have got to go listen to Lowkey if you have heard my music. Go listen to the new take, Carl BHD, Black Parted Demon, Southern Hills, Florida boy, Generation Now, integration of Regret. Hey,
1: here it is. Here it is. So. Man, as you noticed, my show is unique. It's different. You already beat me to my own damn punchline at the end of the show where I catch people off guard and ask me questions. Yes, sir. Like, did you got any more questions? Because that was a good-ass question. You had mine. fucked the hell out of me talking about that. I was like, I ain't, I ain't got no more questions, my <laughs> dude. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. It's Contrast Uncut, Season 3, Episode 20. Man, big shout-out to Uncle Susan Army, and Bobby B. I appreciate you, Others, I wouldn't be able to do dope shit like this and chop it up with some of our favorite artists of our time. I mean, generation now very young. Seti Hendrix. Yes, sir. I appreciate you rocking on the show. Tell her still you're dropping jams. I'm like, you saying, it's time top the rough and let them dance.
0: Appreciate to my blockers that you for happy.
1: me. Uh, all love, all love. I appreciate Willie Joe, appreciate Don Cannon, BJ Drummer, everybody involved in making this happen. So
0: for sure, and man, y'all already know this, black heart not go get that, man, it's your boy Sadie Henry, man, Contrast Uncut, big shout out to Uncle Snoop, man, The Bobby D tuned in,
1: let's get it, it's really remind me of some
0: shit from all deep, survival with a fittest, shook ones I never reach, Survivor quiet storm, I guess the louder you can be, or the freaky time, we was lost boys, Mr. Shakes, love, feel like I'm the one, uh, bum, skibbity bum, quest love on a drum, from the roots, are you Bishop or you kill? On the roof for the joke, see how smooth you got me reminiscing over you. I
1: had that 1G regulate, mind playing tricks on me. Ghetto boys, better day. Jump around,
0: house of pain. Mama said, knock you out. Double L, cool J. Time still ticking though. Big clock, flavor flave. That's a public enemy, they see me coming up. I be verse, I'm going
1: flip more squad, bust a bus. Feel like pocket, keep your head up. Man, I know you guys can't smell this right now, and I ain't talking about none of that other stuff. I'm talking about some of that good stuff, that smell good stuff. I think it's breakfast. What time is it? It's breakfast time. Make sure you tune in to Contrast Uncut no matter what you're doing. Whether you're eating breakfast, you're smelling good food like I'm smelling, or if you're smelling other stuff, we're good to watch too. Make sure you tune in. Thank you.